What's up, y'all? It's Syra. I told Megan after we taped this one that this is the episode I want everyone to hear. If you skipped all of our other episodes, that's fine. Here's one I need you to ingrain into your brains. It's about investing. For me, it's about where I've learned the most and where I think others can learn as well. It's also about figuring out what you can afford to invest and really how to go place it out in the market. Anyways, let's tear it up. Welcome to Girls Just Want to Have Funds, the weekly podcast that deconstructs the intimidating world of finance. Hosted by Syra Rahman, VP of Finance at HM Bradley, and her partner in crime, Megan McShane, a manager at a Fortune 100 company, and supported by StockTwix. Girls Just Want to Have Funds will take on the important questions in personal finance that so many of us avoid, but also take on a glass of wine or two. Learn more, subscribe to the show, and join Syra and Megan on their no-shame adventure to financial freedom at girlsjustwanna.com. Full episode. <laughs> oh, your pigtails get cuter every time, Nina. I clipped up the back so it doesn't look as much like a mullet. <laughs> it's a cute mullet, though, despite that fact. Hey. How are you? How was your last week? My last week was good. I've kind of been dreading this conversation. I'm not going to lie. What are you dreading about it? What happened? It's the month end roundup. Yes, it is the month end roundup. I mean, are you about to tell me something, some bad news? I got bad news, man. Uh oh. Me and Chad had too much fun this month. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> tell me what happened. So let's start with what we agreed on and where I diverted. So in my fun money, I have me spending $100 a week, which means $400 a month. I netted out at $700, so I'm over by three. First things first, how are you able to go over by $300 if you're using a debit card, girlfriend? Oh, we're making a face. We weren't using a debit card. You were using the credit card and see how much it helps uh, to not have the credit card. Yeah, you're right. I was using the credit card. I was swiping. My stealthy swiping. Yeah. You need to tie yourself down and it's debit card only. You and Chad are just a debit card now. And you know what? The flip side of the coin, you are going through the detox period. You're still going to cheat a little bit on the side, right? And it's just like when you're trying to become healthier, you need to figure out exactly what that correct amount is. And maybe it's not $100 a week or whatever dollar amount you chose. Maybe it's something between that and where you hit this month. But making incremental change and getting a little bit better every month is the key. So as long as this first month, which was really a test month, right, gets a little bit better in this coming month, then I think I think you're on track to to really kill it. I mean, I do feel better putting the credit card away. Like not knowing I have that option. Like I'm beholden yeah. to the goals we set together. So yeah. that feels like a positive. <sighs> I feel bad. Like I knew Chad was going to make me feel bad, but he really does. Like the leather jacket isn't really doing it for me. Yeah. Well, you know what? The fun never goes away, right? (laughs) He's always going to be a part of your life. Like you got to have a little Chad in your life. If you don't have like those moments where your heart just like jumps out of your chest and you're like, yes. Like, will you ever? Oh, don't roll your eyes. You love having fun. Come on. I love fun. So I picked it. Yeah. And I think that's exactly. And I think that's kind of my point is that it's okay to still do what you want to do and not feel completely bootstrapped, right? So make sure that you're still having fun, but also 
show some improvement next month. So set a goal for yourself that's maybe a little more realistic now that you know how much you spend and see if you can have like one night where you realize you're going to get too close to that budget and you hit it. Okay. And also use that debit card so that you get that rejection swipe when you're at the store. The rejection swipe. What a sad moment where you have to like start putting stuff back on the shelf next to you. You're like, I don't need margarine. (laughs) Do you buy margarine? No, no, I don't buy margarine. It's the first thing that came into my head. For me, uh, I'd be like, Nick, go put my tampons away. Like, <laughs> just humiliate him. Oh. Yeah, it's, it's your fault that I can't swipe my card. Oh, fault. those moments that that happens. How horrible. All right. Well, okay. So for your next month, while we're targeting goals, you try to save the same amount that you were before, but this time try to stay under budget on Chad. We knew that it was probably going to be difficult to do. True. I think that you did great despite that. So let's let's just refocus ourselves and try to target something between where you wanted to be and where you ended up. Okay. Deal. I'm on it. Rad. Okay. Moving on. The other thing that I wanted to ask you about, what happened with your 401k stuff? Oh, yeah. That check. That check is on its merry way in the mail to Fidelity. Ooh. Mm-hmm. So we're going into your 401k? I've decided to roll it over into my current 401k. So That's I have a exciting. question. I It is. So I have a question yeah. for you. So if I'm maxing out my 401k right now with my paychecks mm-hmm. yep. and I'm contributing a rollover, will I see more money in my paychecks then? Yeah. So the maximum you're allowed to contribute to your 401k pre-tax is 19500 Got it. Once you hit that amount, you automatically will start getting a bigger paycheck. Oh, nice. Okay, cool. I would double check and make sure, by the way, that your employer knows that you're adding that extra contribution. I would assume that they have a way to figure that out, that you're contributing the extra amount through them. But you want to make sure that they know there's an extra amount coming that's not from your paycheck as well. Okay. Just talk to like my Fidelity advisor or HR. Yeah, whomever your connection point is on your paycheck side, because normally, like, they normally just calculate pre tax what's coming out of your paycheck into your 401k. And I, I just, I would never assume that the mechanism is correct, that they know that you're making an additional contribution because you could get penalized for that later. Okay, good call. Yeah. But yeah, that's what I'm doing with that paper check. That's so exciting. Well, congratulations. You finally combined. Look, you seem so proud. It only took six months, but yeah, I'm excited. You did it. It'll be good. You did it. Yeah. Congratulations, dear. That's a huge step forward for your retirement, right? Like now you get to really watch some compounded earnings, really. You you get to watch your wealth really accrue and it'll all be in one place, which will be nice. I like that. Should we take a break? Yeah, this is a positive note. Let's take a break. (laughs) Awesome. Let's take a break. All right, we're back. I don't know what people think is what we do on a break. Any thoughts? I always assume that everybody thinks we're peeing. I mean, like, you know, we've been talking for at least 10 minutes. I've got a tiny bladder, you know. Yeah. Run to the run to the room. So let's get into what you wanted to talk about this week, because you're kind of the master of it. And leading into this, I had a lot of thoughts and conversations with a lot of our girlfriends or even people I work with, mostly women, 
And when we started talking about investing, the things that came to mind for people, there's just some keywords I want to throw out at you because I thought it might be interesting. Yeah, let's do it. I texted people or talked to them and I said, fill in the blank. Investing makes me feel. And the words that came to light were stuck, lost, confused, uneducated, and intimidated. Oh, those are, man, those are some powerful words. And truly done like a marketer, Megan McShane. (laughs) Yeah, you know, I think when I first started investing, I felt the same way because there are so many things you can do and there's a little bit of this pretentiousness that surrounds finance that I think makes it from a cultural standpoint more intimidating than it actually is. But when you make that decision and you want to start doing it, I think there are tons of resources online that we can talk about here in a minute. And I really think we should focus this episode on first how you kind of break into that whole investing concept maybe. And then after that, let's talk about places that I would recommend for for education. Does that sound like a plan? No, I think it's beautiful. And I think just having those ideas in mind might be validating for people that are listening because it's definitely how I feel about investing. It feels like we aren't a part of, and I know you know this, we're not a part of that boys club on Wall Street. We don't know what's happening. Neither am I, girlfriend, let me tell you. (laughs) (laughs) I've tried, do you remember back in the day, like I, and I think this is where my foul mouth comes from, right? Like trying to be one of the boys and then simultaneously Mm. being like, well, no, screw everyone. I'm going to wear a dress everywhere. And, And I still never... I never quite fit in. And I think it's one of the reasons that we have this podcast, right? Is it's so important to me that other women don't feel how I feel and never feel the way that I felt when I first started working. And and I think my goal is to not only empower you, but to empower as many people that are listening as possible to really wrap their mind around not only investing, but saving and really having a firm handle on their money and being able to turn around to that dude in a suit and say, F you. Because you don't need to have this massive financial background to be successful. You really just need a few tools to push you forward to success. Amen, sister. Amen. Amen. So let's let's jump yeah. into it. Yes. Maybe you tell me what questions you have and I will I'll answer the best way that I can. I think the most resounding question that people had that I talked to or that I have is like, what's the best way to even start investing or know you're ready to start investing? Yeah. So let's talk about how I look at savings for a second. Okay. Because I I will always go back to your savings because I think it's the foundation of anyone's success. So you and I have talked about short-term and long-term goals for you. You want to buy a house. You want to you know, eventually have kids and you want to go on a vacation with me in, in a year. So let's assume that you're already past the point where you've saved enough for personal life expenses, right? That we've also talked about. For example, for me, I need to have at least three months of savings as like my personal costs. So my operating expenses are in cash at all times for a three-month period. My partner, for example, is different than I am. He is a little bit more extreme. He likes to have six months of his personal expenses in cash. So that varies from person to person. You got to figure out what your threshold is, like what you're the most worried about and start saving for that first. I think once you have that and that's saved up and then you're simultaneously contributing outside of your emergency fund, 
whether it's a dollar or whether it's $20 to those short and long-term goals, whether it's buying a house or going on vacation, once you have those allocated as well, and you know how much those should or shouldn't be, outside of all of that, there's this magical segment within your savings. So this is part of that 33%, right? That we've been talking about that is part of what you're saving, right, Megan? So your total savings account is 33%. So you're carving out a small section of that outside of what you've already been saving. And that's what you're allowed to invest. And it needs to be not what you've saved up for your emergency fund and not what you're saving for any of your fun stuff. It's outside of all that, which means it's almost like one step further than just what you're saving. You need to have all of that other stuff ready to go already. So I have a question on top of that. So my savings account is Billy that's slowly becoming a will. I've decided I like him. More updates on that later. So inside of will, I'm able to put together like buckets of money that we talked about, like plans, like your butt cheeks out on a boat next birthday. (laughs) Yes. On our post-COVID trip. Boat birthday. I know. Let's just have a moment for the boat. Yeah. A moment for the first vacation we'll have post-COVID. I'm so burnt on that Mm. vacation. (laughs) I mean, would it be wise for me to have another bucket that's just for investing inside of savings? Yeah, I think you can definitely structure it that way. I just, I really want to emphasize the importance of first setting up your savings. Like if your savings was a pie, right? Most of the pie needs to be contributed to already. Okay. And then there's this tiny little sliver that's left over if you've reached that point in your life. And that's when you should be like, all right, I'm going to start investing. Because you have to remember Investing is so risky, right? This isn't savings. This isn't something that's going to be guaranteed by the FDIC. Like you invest and it could go to zero. You could lose everything in a heartbeat. Okay. That's completely fair. And I like that. I want to, you know, get my savings up first before I even consider investing. Yes. Do you like have any tips, tricks, apps for women or anyone of just like how to get educated and, and how to get started? Like, what are your thoughts? Yes. Okay. Yes. So this is, this is something that I think is way more complicated. If you go online and you Google around, people give you a bunch of bullshit books, which frankly, first of all, if you're not in finance, who the hell wants to read a book on how to invest? Like, you know, maybe, maybe that's like your nighttime reading before you go to bed. If you're one of those people that really wants to learn how to invest, but there are so many cool new ways that you can really learn stuff, Meg. And one of them is actually on stock twits. So you can go onto their website and they have an entire forum where you can discuss any type of investing, whether it's a cryptocurrency or some type of stock. And then you can actually tag the stock by whatever the ticker is. So whatever symbol you look up and people will have a full-on conversation with you. So you can actually get educated from other people that are looking at similar things. Interesting. And not to mention, I love their social media. And I know that this sounds like such a plug, but I really do. Like I laugh at the memes. I'm not going (laughs) to lie. They're so good at what they... Well, and that's the thing. I think it's a very playful and social way to have a discussion about something that you're interested in. And it's a great way to start digging into topics on a whole different level and specifically with other people that are interested in investing. I do like that. And can you tell like when you're on there, like who's an expert or does it really matter? 
You know, I don't know if it really matters. I do think that there are people on there that are experts. One of the cooler things about StockTwits is they do have a bunch of people that are experts behind the scenes and really in front of everyone too. From my perspective, the other cool podcast that StockTwits currently has out is called After Hours and they legit talk about exactly what happens every single day after the stock market closes and all of the big swings and all of the cool stocks. So if you're looking to start getting your toes into the water, I think that's a great way to start. Oh, I love that. And I love after hours too. I wonder if they drink on their podcast like us. They don't drink, they don't drink on their podcast. I actually had the chance to meet them. They're a cool set of dudes, but they, they're not as fun as we are. I'm still trying to like get Ooh. them, you know, girls want to have funsy, you know? Well, maybe we'll bring them on. Yeah. They can for talk sure. about stocks. <laughs> they can teach you something. I would love to be taught something. That's why we're here in the first place. Right on. Yeah. Let's plan on that in the future. Okay. Love it. So that sounds like a good resource that I could use. Definitely. I'm, you know, already on there and tinkering around because they happen yes. to be our sponsor. So there is right. that. Exactly. And they're lovely, lovely people. So what else? There's another one that I found really interesting online that I've started to tinker with, and it's called Wealth Base. And this one is more of you get a fake set of money and you start investing it and you compete against other people. You see how you do, but it's not your own money. And you learn from what other people are doing and how you're doing. And then it's also real time with what the market's doing. So you learn a lot about how to invest without actually having skin in the game. So two kind of opposite ends of the spectrum. Oh, that's so fun. So I get like monopoly money and I can be like all in on Tesla and see what happens. Yes, you can <laughs> YOLO on Tesla and not actually YOLO on Tesla and see what happens. Oh, that is cool. It's like really getting your feet wet. Love it. Yes, yes, exactly. And I, I think both are really solid options for anyone that's interested in trying to invest. I think... I think both will teach you something. Okay, very cool. I love that. Yeah. I didn't know I didn't know that at all. I know people are probably like writing this down. I will listen yeah, to this later. For what it's worth, if you already have a portfolio and you also want to see what other people are trading, there's another platform too that I think is really cool. And that one's called Public. And Public actually is a trading platform and it links you up inside of it kind of like a social app as well where you can see what other people are transacting on. You can find celebrities and see what's in their portfolio on there. That's another platform that has all of these things. Oh, transparency is key. I feel like transparency and being kind of vulnerable in that space helps to break down some of the words I talked about, like intimidating or like stuck. So I feel like that sounds like a really good first step just to learn and grok what's going on. Yeah. Good advice. Absolutely. Right on. I think that's rad advice. Well, if all of that made sense, should we take a break then? Let's take a quick break. Okay. All right, Mike, you ready to add it up? Let's add it up. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Can I tell you something that I did today that I'm, I don't know how you're going to feel about it, but I ordered 20 pounds of wild shrimp from Georgia. <laughs> I love your face right now. These are the things that I do to save money. They have like a, there's a wholesaler over in Georgia that I found that I stocked and I've been like staring at all of this fish. And now that we have this big house and this massive freezer, I'm going to stuff it with shrimp that are the size of my face. Okay. A couple things come to mind for me. 
<laughs> one, I didn't know you liked shrimp that much. Mm. And two, wow. the movie Forrest Gump. Yeah. Like yeah. Bubba Gump. So that's not what they're called. They're called like native seafood, but I'm so pumped because they ship <laughs> all over the country at wholesale prices. So I'm literally, I'm paying like almost, it's like a 30% discount from Whole Foods to get this stuff. So I'm just so ready. Ooh. Anyways. Okay. <laughs> Let's actually adding add it up, up now. Cyrus, I couldn't help myself. Adding up Cyrus shrimp. Okay. <laughs> this was, cool. that's what I spent my fun money on this month, by the way. That was, that's kind of how I do it. I treat myself to something special when I've saved up enough in that account. Can you take a photo of that shrimp when it <laughs> arrives and send it to me? Because I'm yes. really curious how it's going to be. Shared. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, yeah, I absolutely will. Okay. So let's add it up. So we talked about how a slice of your savings should be dedicated to investing and that's how you accrue wealth. And I am of the mindset that when you do that, once you've broken that piece out, you can start focusing on how you want to split out your investments. And be really the first step before you even start contemplating how to invest is determining what not only your comfort level is in terms of what percentage of your savings should be going towards it because it can go to zero but also kind of figuring out where you want to be educated and how you want to educate yourself on different platforms and who you want to follow and what kind of places you can get more information on trading and investing in general. So Meg, did you have any other questions on that or, or what were your thoughts after digesting that for a little bit? You know, I think it's really refreshing to hear someone not be like, ironically, go listen to this financial podcast about Warren Buffett breaking down his expenses on Diet Coke. I'm like, God, why don't you just put me to sleep right now? So I like being able to interact and talk to people. So having the platforms that you talked about makes total flipping sense to me. And I know it'll make sense to people. So that's totally rad. I'm all about getting back to basics and getting our education. I think it's so important. So now now for me, I'm like, cool, got my education savings feels good. What stocks should I buy? (laughs) Okay. So I have kind of like an 80-20 rule on how to invest and it has to do with robo-advising and investing or advising in general. So maybe on the next episode, we can talk about my 80-20 rule and, and what that looks like in terms of how to invest before we talk about the stock part. So there's still another little section Okay. before we get to the meat. Is that okay? Yes, we're going to break down the intimidation and ease ourselves into it. Okay, good. I'm so glad that you agree with me. All right, Rad. Well, hopefully this was super helpful to you. And I'm excited to see next week what you're thinking in terms of your savings and how much you're ready to start investing. And and yeah, I think we'll kick it off from there. Sounds like a plan, Stan. Right on. Well, have a great weekend, lovey. I'll talk to you soon. You too. Love ya. Love you. Bye. Bye. Thanks for joining us. Head on over to girlsjustwanna.com where you can subscribe to the show, follow Megan and I on social, or even text us your important financial questions. And remember, there's no shame in asking anything. We'll see you next time on Girls Just Wanna Have Funds. Girls just wanna have funds.